Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stibbenzang Show, episode 21. As always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app uh, on the market. Pick two, three players in the NBA while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus. So get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. Eric, we keep talking about every episode. Hot Streak uh, Fantasy, super easy, quick, it's simple. You know, you bet on NBA players, uh, their points or whatever, rebounds, blah, blah, blah. You try and bet if they're going to go over or there's going to be like a number, right? A number yeah, or anything like that. But it's only for points. It's only for points, only for points. and you make money pretty quick. It's the playoffs right now. It's, yep. it's even more interesting in the playoffs for sure. So for sure. definitely a call. Yeah, definitely check it out and uh, download Hot Street Fantasy app and get it started. But uh, in this episode, we are talking about the NHL playoffs. We're going to give our reaction so far into the series. Uh we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs that just started. And of course, we're going to be talking about the Julio Jones situation in Atlanta. But first, as always, roll it. <music> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stib and Zang show. It is episode 21. Uh, Eric, in today's episode, we are giving our reactions to the NHL playoffs. We'll be talking a little NBA and, of course, Julio Jones. Um, Eric, let's get into the episode. The NHL playoffs are, of course, underway already. There's already been series that have concluded. Uh, we'll give our reactions to some of them. Uh, we'll give your reactions to some of the series that are going on uh, presently that are still not finished. So let's start with the finished series of course there was two sweeps so far in the nhl playoffs let's start of course with the avs and the st louis blues the colorado avalanche easily handled the st louis blues in four games 4-0 after ryan o'reilly said that they were going to beat the avalanche and they're going to have fun doing it eric obviously poor choice of words by ryan o'reilly the St. Louis Blues captain as the Avalanche pretty much easily handle the St. Louis Blues. Eric, I mean, I could start off giving my thoughts. Yeah, this was pretty much a mismatch going yeah, into it. hundred percent, yeah. I mean, um, we talked about it before. Jordan Bennington for the St. Louis Blues, he hadn't played his best season so far, and that was definitely a question mark. But, of for course, sure. I mean, the Avs, too high-powered offense. The defense was there. I mean, the goaltending was there. I mean, that, that was just simply a team that the Blues couldn't beat, right? For sure. No, the Avs... We talked about it. Like they're so deep, like on offense. Like, oh, they're so. Oh, I love watching the Avs. To be honest, uh-huh. like they're so fun to watch so quickly. Like, they have so many good players. But Ryan O'Reilly, like, he just he just caught up in his emotions. Like he crashed into Timmy's. Like he was pissed. He wanted his revenge, but he didn't get it. So yeah. So that's what happens. Fuck. Yeah, for so, sure. The, uh, the the Blues coach uh, Barube actually said that the 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 calls were pretty much one sided. In favor of the Avs, he said it, um, it's a joke. It's not even funny at this point. I mean, you could take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, but, I, I watched a couple. Yeah, I watched a yeah. couple of the games. I'll be honest; like they're getting outplayed, anyways. If you look at all the statistics, like maybe like the the refs might have one of them one like, but they're getting beat anyways. Like yeah. it, it was obvious; you can just tell by the game. It's a sweep. Like you can't even blame them on the refs when it's a sweep. To be honest, yeah, for sure. Uh, the St. Louis Blues. Um, the point differential between the Avs and the Blues was uh, was huge. Of course, uh, the Blues the Blues just they were battling the Arizona Coyotes for the fourth spot, and they made mm-hmm. it in. But the Avs, of course, they're of course a Stanley Cup contender. So yeah. uh, I didn't think the series would go for a sweep. I didn't think it was going to be four zero. Exactly, yeah. I thought this was actually be a pretty competitive series, knowing the Blues and their history with uh, winning the Stanley Cup, and pretty much that same team coming back from that exactly, cup yeah. Uh, yeah. that cup team. But I guess the Avs, they, they literally just got better uh, oh, yeah. with additions of Brandon Saad and, and Devon Taze and all that. And, and of course, uh, that first line with Landeskov, Franton, and McKinnon yeah. is just too good to handle. So, I mean, there's not much to talk about this series. It's pretty clear yeah, cut, in my opinion. Clear. The yeah, series sure. I really want to dive into, of course, which was another sweep, was the Winnipeg and Edmonton series. Yeah. Uh, big surprise. I, I'm like, I'm literally oh, yeah. shocked, right? Winnipeg yeah. sweeps the Edmonton Oilers in four games. I mean, Eric, I don't know. I, I think we both had Edmonton in this series. Yeah, um, we both had Edmonton. We yeah. both had Edmonton. And, and this was this was funny because during the regular season, it's like it, it's like if Winnipeg was hiding their playbook until the playoffs yeah. on how to handle McDavid and Dry. It's like Paul Maurice 
never left the Jets arena. He always slept there. Yeah. And watch he was just watching tape of McDavid on how to handle them because the Jets first line actually did a terrific job stopping McDavid and Dry yeah. eliminating them to only what McDavid was what four points I think in this series in yeah, four well, games. Yeah, that's that's good for I'm, the Jets. Maybe. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, that's a point per game, pretty much average. Yeah. So we took Edmonton for good reason. Obviously, the yeah. Edmonton Oilers absolutely uh, dominated the Jets in the regular season series. However, Eric, when it comes to the playoffs, I guess we were both we were both misled. Exactly. You can't win in the playoffs with only two players. Exactly, but, yeah. yeah. It's NHL. And I feel like an idiot right now, Eric. I really do okay, feel like fair. an idiot. Yeah. Because you have Connor McDavid, who is the best player in the NHL. You have Leon Dreisaitl, who is second to McDavid in points mm-hmm. this year. And he also won the Art Ross last year for yeah. most points in the league. And this season, they pretty much dismantled the Jets' first line and just dominated them. And then in the playoffs, they get shut down. Right, mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot. I feel like I've been, Fair. Uh, I've been uh, mis- uh, not mistreated, yeah. but uh, misled. Misled, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, Connor Hellebuck was amazing in the series. Yeah, Mike honestly. Smith was amazing in the series as well. Mm-hmm. It's just the Jets. I guess they had a plan going into the playoffs that they didn't have earlier on in the season, and they figured McDavid and Drysdale's line out, and that was it. If you shut that line out, pretty much you're gonna sh- you're gonna win the game. Right, limiting those two superstars uh, in the game. The bottom six for Edmonton, nothing special as we know. And I knew that going into the series, that the bottom six of the Edmonton Oilers wasn't special. But I didn't know McDavid and Drysdale were gonna be uh, only you know four points for McDavid, and I don't know what Drysdale's point total was. But I mean, just a disappointing effort by the Edmonton Oilers in this one. I mean, uh, Eric, what do they do? What do they do this offseason? Like what? Let's be honest. We might have taken like we we took uh, Winnipeg's old experience, like his their history of losing the first round, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, they're gonna get blown out. But don't forget, like all their players are healthy. Hellbook's playing like at a superstar level, and let's be honest, all the games were really close, except yeah, like maybe a lot of OT, two, a lot of OT, yeah, winners. exactly OTs, and one of them was a crazy comeback. Yeah. But let's be honest, like it, it was way closer than the the Avs and St. Louis series. Like it wasn't. It, it is a sweep, but it wasn't. Yes, that's what they was said. Close, this is yeah. the closest four-game sweep we've probably exactly. in a while. Exactly. For sure. So it, um, I don't think it's – it. you can say bad luck, but not really, right? Because if you get swept, it's not bad luck. It's just, no. they just you just have to learn they how to – just got fight. outplayed. Exactly. You just got outplayed for sure. And when you go into OT and you really focus on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. The mic fell. Yeah. <laughs> and you focus on them. Like in overtime, like you can like low key shove them down. Like if you just focus on them, and you make them play, like, and they get tired, like you can win. You know, yeah. That's they, they the, I think that's the thing, thing where uh, I like to use the term "blue balls." Is where mm-hmm. during the regular season, and people did not watch this Edmonton Winnipeg series. Mm-hmm. You know, they played ten games. Edmonton destroyed Winnipeg. That first yeah. line of McDavid and Drysdale absolutely mm-hmm. ate up. The first line of Winnipeg. Mark Shifley was not great defensively in the regular season series. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first line just did not show up against them. And then they come into the playoffs and just completely stink. So I feel like that's why I'm saying I feel like an idiot, right? Because mm-hmm. I took these guys to win. I, I figured like McDavid was, you know, the Jets, like remember the Jets were also limping into the playoffs, exactly, right? Yeah. They lost, uh, you know, a, a, a shitload of games yeah. in a row. And McDavid was getting like three points a night near the uh, end of the regular season. And then they go into the playoffs and they totally just just stop McDavid. So I feel like an, a, a total clown taking the Edmonton uh, Oilers. But, of course, let's talk about the depth. The depth for Winnipeg definitely showed up this mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah. It wasn't only the first line of Shifley. Like, Shifley had a great game in game four. But uh, before that, uh, it, it was the depth that showed up. You had guys like Andrew Kopp who showed up. Um you know, uh, Nick Ehlers wasn't there. Pierre-Luc Dubois wasn't there. Uh, the Adam Lowry line really had to step up uh, this yep. series. And so the debt for Winnipeg really showed up. Edmonton, not so much. And that was pretty much uh, a given. Yeah. But the fact that their two superstars went scoreless too doesn't, uh, doesn't really help them out that much. Exactly. So the question is, what does Edmonton do this offseason? Mm-hmm. What's their plan? I mean, they, they realize they can't win like uh, yeah, uh, using the system of two superstars. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, if you had to offer advice, what do the Edmonton Oilers do this offseason? 
Yeah. And like, uh, it, it's tough, right? Because if you look at Edmonton, they already have a bunch of money into those two yeah. superstars, right? And um, it's, it's, just, it's just tough to like be able to trade players because you already have like 20 plus million into them. But uh, to be honest, what I do get a better goalie. I know Mike Smith is good, but yeah, you just want a good, reliable goalie. Old, yep. They have good D's, right? Darnell Nurse, a Clebon Larson. Like, mm-hmm. I think Clebon was injured, but he was, yeah. It's on the four, yeah. Uh, the fours, they just need more depth for sure, as we we're talking about. And the, the thing I feel like with Edmonton now that teams have to realize is they, they're probably a re- more a regular season team for sure now. When was the last time they won a playoff series? Was I think, uh, the San Jose McDavid's, Sharks, I think? yeah, McDavid's first. Yeah, uh, ever playoff appearance, and let's and, and let's and, talk about that too because McDavid also faced the Ducks the following series, and that, mm, I don't know if you remember, the, but game yeah, five of that series, the Edmonton Oilers were up three nothing yeah. with only like three minutes left in play. They blew and they, it, yeah, and they blew it just yeah. like they blew a four one lead mm-hmm. in game three. So tough for Oilers fans to remember. because well, the thing is, Connor McDavid, like he can score the goals, right? But he can't defend. Like, he can't nope, do everything. Not great defensively. And the thing with NHL is it's 100% more of a team sport. You need If you don't have a good defense, you'll never be able to. Like, you need a very well-rounded team. And I'm just excited to see what Holland, uh, Ken Holland does. Mm-hmm. I know Ken Holland's one of the one of the great GMs of the sport. Uh, he was great for Detroit. I know he'll do well. But the thing with him is he over, usually overpays for contracts. Uh, if he likes a player or a vet, he's going to pay them. So, but it's Ken Holland. So I, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. I think he's going to, I, I, I feel like everyone, like they're kind of going to see like McDavid and Drysett, like their season is not going to be worth as much. Right. Yeah. Like Connor McDavid got a hundred plus 100 points, points, like, but it's not going to be mean as much anymore. Nope, not when he gets so swept. exactly. So very interested to see what happens this off season. I think the Ryan Nugent Hopkins trade rumors are probably going to heat up this off season mm-hmm. a lot. Obviously, yeah. Uh, the Nuge, he has uh, a pretty hefty contract, not the same mm-hmm. as McDavid and Drysaddle, of course. But exactly. that's probably a player they're probably going to. They, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that's a player they've already tried to move before, mm-hmm. but there was no takers. But now I feel like that's going to heat up a lot, and exactly. Ryan Nugent Hopkins probably going to be on his way out of Edmonton if they're going to try and build a bottom six around McDavid yeah. or Drysaddle, right? Because they have Darnell Nurse locked up and McDavid Drassel locked up, so those three are their biggest uh, cap eaters right now. Mm-hmm. So, the Nuge probably on his way out of Edmonton. If I had exactly. to predict this, but you can kind of, yeah, you can kind of see it like this. Don't forget, um, Toronto at first they had they didn't have that much depth. Like nope. they were, it was what Marner Matthews. You can kind of see how like they now they're one of the deepest teams in the leagues, obviously. But you can kind of see how that works, right? You you could build around two superstars, but it's gonna be really close to the cap, and it's gonna be really hard, right? You have to, yeah. Like it's gonna take a lot to build around two superstars. And Toronto, they got lucky with Tavares. Obviously, they got yep. the signing, but we'll see what happens with Edmonton for sure. Yeah, definitely uh, something the Edmonton Oilers are gonna to have to figure out this offseason as we move on to the other playoff series. Here we can talk about the Islanders versus the Penguins. There, mm-hmm. the Islanders lead three-two in this series, yeah. of course after a big gaffe from the goalie, Tristan Yari. And this is something I predicted, Eric, about the goaltending in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I said, it's a problem, and this mm-hmm. is why they would lose the series. Tristan Yari, if nobody watched, turned the puck over in overtime to Josh yes. Bailey, and he scored the goal. Clearly, I was right about the goaltending, Tristan Yari. I've, I've watched some of these games, Eric, and Tristan Yari, glove side high, or shoulder side, I'm sorry, isn't very that, uh, hasn't been that good. He hasn't been stopping that many pucks uh, when people are shooting there. So obviously the Islanders have been watching tape and they kind of know this guy's weakness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great to have Crosby and Malkin and blah, blah, blah. But when you have the Islanders, such a defensive minded team uh, being able to shut those guys down and, and, you know, they get lucky bounces. I mean, they stole that game, Eric. They stole that, that, Mm -hmm. that OT game. Sorokin stole that game for the Islanders. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. They shouldn't have won that game. The Penguins dominated that game, but Tristan Yardy, of course, in OT, as I said, he gave the puck over and gave the Islanders a break, but a a big break because that's a three, two series right now in a tied series. I predicted the Islanders to win this series. Were well, you at Pittsburgh? I think I Pittsburgh. I still, I still have. You still okay? You still yeah. have Pittsburgh? No backing down. No. I think though it's the goaltending. I'm okay, gonna predict fair. the series though. I think it's the goaltending that lost the Penguins this series. Okay. Um. Obviously, uh, their defense hasn't been that great. Their bottom pairing defenseman. And so, I mean, it's just you know the Penguins are gonna have to try and tie the series here. And 
how they do that best, of course, is scoring goals. Uh, as mm-hmm. we know, Pittsburgh is definitely the most talented group oh, yeah, forward-wise. For sure. Yeah. And so they're going to have to try and uh, use that to the, the best of their abilities here mm-hmm. to try and tie this series out. But that's going to be a fun game six to watch for sure. Oh, for sure. As we talked about another game six, of course, we have the state of Florida, the Battle of oh, the Sunshine what a, State. What a series. What a Tampa series. and Florida is heading to a game six. Uh, Florida won their game five, I believe. So now it is 3-2 for Tampa Bay. Eric, let's talk about this series real quick. As we know, Tampa was leading. 3-1 in the series. Yeah. Uh, that game, the, the third game they won, uh, yeah. it got a little bit controversial at the end. Of course, Kucherov got slashed by Anthony Duclair on the knee. Um, uh, I forget, another person uh, tried to get, uh, you know, there, there was some controversy mm-hmm. with the Florida Panthers trying to injure some of the Tampa Bay players. But do you, that, that was a dirty play. I, I think that was a dirty oh, I play. Watched it Anthony with, yeah. Duclair. We love Anthony Duclair here on yeah. the show because he's a Point Claire guy. Point Claire resident, but that yeah. was definitely a dirty play on Kucherov mm-hmm. to slash him in the yeah. knee there, especially since I have Kucherov in my fantasy pool uh, this playoff. <laughs> um, by the way, yeah, me and Eric are in a fantasy playoff pool yeah. with the same people uh, from our regular season, but more this mm-hmm. time. There's like 40 people, mm-hmm. I think. Exactly. Eric- uh, pretty much out of it. Uh, if we have to. I haven't checked. I haven't checked. He hasn't checked. I have checked, and I'll tell you, you are definitely out of it. Me, though, okay. I am still in it. I'm in the top three, so hopefully I can win it here. I am relying heavily, heavily on the Tampa the Tampa boys. I have yeah. Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Kalorn, Platt, Hedman in my fantasy yeah. playoff pool. So um, I am relying heavily on those guys. I really think I bet too much on. Run. I bet too much on the Edmonton boys. I had. I, I do have those David boys and too. And they you had the Edmonton boys. Yeah, and they definitely hurt my chances at winning this thing, of course. I had McDavid okay. and Drysidle, so they definitely oh my God. hurt my chances. I didn't think it was going to be a four-game sweep. I really thought Edmonton mm-hmm. was going to win. But, yeah, Tampa 3-2. Eric, there's literally zero doubt in my mind Tampa finishes this series out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to go to a game seven. I can predict this right here on the air right now. Okay. Um, but let's talk about Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight. Eric. Oh, yeah, what a game. What Spencer a game. Knight. The first shot he faced in game five, he let in. But after that, I think he stopped like 35 shots or something yeah, like that. 36 yeah. shots. Yeah, 36. So this is this is crazy. This is amazing because yeah. you have Florida, who has Chris Dreger, who's yeah. had a phenomenal season yeah. and who could potentially be um, up for the Seattle expansion draft, of course. Oh, yeah. And then you have Spencer Knight, too, who's looking real good and NHL ready already, yeah, and then yeah, you have sure. Big Sergey. Bob, who's on the contract for ten million. Huge contract, yeah. So, um, somehow, I think the Florida Panthers are going to have to convince Bobrovsky to leave himself available mm-hmm. for the Seattle expansion draft because if they somehow lose Chris Dreger or something like that, that's going to be a huge loss for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, they'll have Spencer Knight and Bobrovsky. But the fact that Bobrovsky has a ten million dollar contract and is getting outplayed by Spencer Knight is uh definitely worrying worrying some yeah, for the florida panther fans as that's a hefty contract on the books for like f- what six five more years six yeah. seven more years and they have so many goalies too don't forget our, our boy yeah. uh, devin levy uh from west yeah. island uh he's I going mean, that, he's that would going. be when the time comes he, yeah, he will exactly. come up no, no. but for now spencer and i is pushing for spencer that starting night, spot they drafted him with a lottery pick yeah right before cole caulfield too which is mm-hmm. really interesting um he, don't forget this guy's like is he our age or maybe a bit old? I think he's like 20. Like I think he's, he's our, he might be older or he's our age. But basically, our, like, bro, this is crazy. Like, in the uh, playoffs too? No, we, I think he's younger than us. Oh, yeah? Because it's Cole Caulfield's draft, right? Yeah, I think Cole Caulfield's and Cole Caulfield's age. younger than us. Really? No, I'm older than Cole Caulfield. Well, maybe you are. But I think I Jack think Hughes. Yeah, Jack Hughes, Cole Caulfield, yeah. I think I'm older than Cole Caulfield. But, um, but I think he's yeah, I'm 20. Years. He's not 20 years old yet. Spencer Knight, uh, he is. Spencer Knight is. Though. I, I know he's twenty. Spencer. Knight. I think he is. He is he twenty or nineteen? I swear he's twenty. Anyway, I, I, I think that. I think we're older than him. Anyway, but yeah, okay, Spencer fair. Knight, terrific game in Florida. He's yeah. most likely going to start Game Six and probably Game Seven if it goes there. So I mean, just that's a great storyline, but also a tough storyline for Panthers fans, as exactly. they know, ten million dollars on the books. But I was watching the games, but Tampa dominates every like they they possess all the most, and then. Uh, though uh, Florida will try and get like a shorthand goal, I think their game winner might like they, I don't know. It's just Tampa somehow this series. Is, I think this is one of the best series in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's a good series. Yeah, it, 
you might say Tampa's been dominating, but I mean, it's been back and forth. I mean, the, the goals, both teams have averaged like five goals a game or yeah, something know, like that. And, and they're going back and forth, but Tampa's definitely getting the, uh, the better end of the stick here because exactly. of, <laughs> because they're maybe $30 million over the salary cap in the playoffs, but yeah. let's not mention that. So those two are going to go to a game six. That's definitely going to be entertaining. I said this series was going to probably six or seven. I mean, this was going to be a competitive series uh, going forward. I, I, I knew that. So that's why I didn't want to give up on the Florida Panthers. Um, by the looks of it early on in the series, it looks like they were going to get bounced in five or something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, But they battled back. They won game five. So here, though, game six, that's going to be interesting to watch. But let's go over to the Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights, Eric, where Vegas leads the series 3-2. Um, the Wild, as just like the Florida Panthers, they won game five with only 14 <laughs> shots on net. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Only 14 shots on net. They won the game somehow. Um Eric, I had Vegas, of course, in this series. Mm-hmm. You had Vegas. I did say this series could go six or seven as well. This could be mm-hmm. a competitive series. But for me, in opinion, watching those games, Vegas is dominating the wild. I mean, there's yeah, there's, sure, yeah. there's nothing to it. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury looks amazing. Yeah. And the, the Vegas four group is just is just hemming the yeah. wild group in their own zone. They I have mean, no weaknesses. 14 shots. Yeah. 14 shots and you win the game. Yeah, I would call that a fluke. And I think Vegas has taken this in six. So that's my opinion. But I mean, how, how much do you think uh, Edmonton's missing Cam Talbot? Imagine if Cam oh, Talbot is doing that for them. That, I like, mean, it's tough, though. Cam Talbot has had such an up-and-down career so far. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he was in Edmonton. He had a great first season in Edmonton. Yeah, he had a great first season. And then season. he stunk. And then he went to Calgary. And stunk, he yeah. sucked in Calgary, yeah. too. And then he ended up in Minnesota. And he's had this great season to try yeah. and... Uh, rejump his career here so mm-hmm. hopefully can't tell i like can't tell it i love i've always loved can't tell it i mean they have yeah. kakanen the backup who's a young goaltender who could yeah. probably try and go for the starting reigns yeah. next season um i'm not sure about can't Talbot's contract uh what it is if it's a one-year deal or anything like that if he's a free agent after this i have yeah, no clue one year, yeah. but uh wild should definitely look into re-signing that or maybe they just uh, give the reins to Kakanen. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. mind that too. I think Kakanen could be a proven start next season For too sure. as well. Yeah. So um, I think this series is done though. In six, I got Vegas. Yeah. I, I don't think six, it's going yeah. to a game seven. Let's talk to another really good series that's happening. Oh, please. Uh, Carolina-Nashville. Yeah. Carolina-Nashville, as we know, Carolina started the series in Carolina, of course, because they had were the first seed. They won the first two games there, and then they went to old Nashville and played in that stadium yeah. and lost the next two games. Eric, there is something about the Nashville Stadium and that playoff oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, experience that just gets that team motivated. I mean, oh, they, for sure. they the came out, are, yeah. they, they won the OT, and then uh, they I think it was the first game they beat the, the Carolina Hurricanes, and then the second game mm-hmm. it was OT or something like Or It might have been reverse. But, yeah, the Nashville – I love I – lo- Nashville is one of my favorite places to watch – Hockey games yeah. in the playoffs. Feel, one of my okay. favorite play. Yeah. I mean, the chant. Remember that chant? Yeah. Oh, oh your fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best chants I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> but this series is now 2-2. Tied, of course. Yeah. So It's um, 2-2 in the game right now, too. There's uh, four minutes as we speak. Oh, in game, game. Uh, five? Yeah. So, oh, my. And this is in Carolina, too. This would be a huge steal by the Nashville Predators, uh, yeah. Predators if they can steal this game in Carolina and then go back to Nashville for game six. That would be true, especially being down 0-2. Um, I like Carolina. I mean, I love Rob uh, Brindamore. He's a great Mm -hmm. coach. The Carolina team, this is a cup-contending team, Eric, and this would be disappointing as hell for Hurricanes fans if they get upset here in the first round by the Nashville Predators, who were – a fourth, who weren't even expected to make the playoffs exactly. until they yeah. went on that crazy streak. And Saros started playing really well. Saros yeah. played really good, and they made yeah. the playoffs. And now mm-hmm. they're tied 2-2 mm-hmm. and 2-2 in the hockey game in Game 5. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I, uh, this th- this is one of the best series, as I said, exactly in the uh, playoffs. I thought Carolina was going to handle these guys pretty easily. I thought it was either going to be a sweep or five games. Exactly, but yeah. Nashville keeps proving me wrong. Um, I mean – but let's yeah. be honest, Carolina's depth is very underrated. Like, yeah, I'm looking at the score. Martin Nichas has two goals in this game right now. Mm-hmm. And Nashville, you know who? Uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, Trennan. Trennan. No, see, I don't even know these guys. He doesn't have a picture on Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> on the score guy, app, he doesn't even have a picture. Yeah, he, this guy has two goals and doesn't even have a picture. Two goals. Yeah. 
for uh, Nashville, which is so crazy. obviously the depth for Nashville is clearly yeah. showing up right now. And that was a team that was built on depth. I mean, no real superstar talent besides maybe you can argue Philip Forsberg. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matt Duchesne's game dropped off incredibly this season. Ryan Johansson's oh, yeah. game has dropped off. It's been a few years now. Well, yeah, yeah. And uh, but this is a team that has their defensive core loaded. Roman Yossi, mm-hmm. Ryan Ellis, Ekholm. They didn't trade Ekholm this season because they were making the playoffs. Thank God they mm-hmm. didn't do that. Yeah. And as we know, they still have a dangerous blue line. It's yeah. just the the Ford group for the Nashville Predators hasn't shown up this season. But exactly. right now in the playoffs, uh, the depth is showing up. So good for them as this series uh, is shifted into a game five that is currently going on tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know what the outcome will be. Exactly. But that I, I, I'll tell you this. If Nashville wins oh, yeah. tonight... Yeah. Eric, I think they win it at home in game six. Oh, yeah? I think Nashville takes it home. I mean, just the playoff atmosphere there. I but think Carolina the, had, does have a very good playoff atmosphere as well. They have uh, at the home, surge. Yes, go- the, the surge, but I'm saying if Nashville can steal that game yeah, in no, Carolina, no, no, no. that's a huge, so the, huge swing in the Oh, series. yeah, for sure. In Tennessee, going to go crazy, yeah. But let's look at another series that's over Boston to Washington. Boston easily defeats the Washington Capitals in five games, four to one. Um, it was very nice to watch the the handshake line with Zdeno Chera, as we saw at Bergevin or not Bergevin, Bergeron, yeah, Bergeron, Marchand, yeah. uh, McAvoy, especially McAvoy, who didn't even go for the handshake, absolutely hugged Zdeno Chera because they played together on the same uh, defensive parent in Boston. But Eric, um, you had Washington in this series. I know you it's had Washington in this series, I and know, I had I Boston in this series. I know, I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I knew going into the series, I mean, Tuka Rask on the back. I, did we not talk about this about, I, I mentioned this at the trade deadline. I said the goaltending in, in Washington, I didn't yeah. trust it. I didn't trust okay, it. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. The two rookie, uh, Vanacek and Samson, I said they should yeah. pick up a vet guy. I mean, they had Craig Anderson who won that game yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I know there wasn't that many vet goalies on the market and yeah. most likely Samson was going to start these games, but obviously Samson a little shaky, uh, in this series, there was that play with Justin Schultz uh, where Samsonov left the puck and Justin Schultz thought he was passing and Craig Smith just stole that and scored. Mm. So, yeah, I, I I knew going into the series, Boston's forwards, I mean, those top two lines are just are just way better than the Definitely. top two lines of the Washington Capitals. Uh, I mean, Ovechkin tried his best to try and help his team. Didn't have that dominant of a playoff series as he usually does. Um same with Kuznetsov, uh, Backstrom, Tom Wilson. I mean, yeah. Boston just totally figured them out early on in the series and yeah. just just rode from uh, rode from that. Yeah. Uh, but you on. know what? I'd blame this on. I probably blame it. Like to be honest, I, I was surprised when this was over. I was like, wow, really? Yeah. I guess Boston just has a bit more hunger in them. I'll blame it on that. I feel like um, I, I I watched a couple like like the third periods, a couple games. And Boston, like they're you know, they're a good team. Like they have depth too. Like that's why they I have, took they're them. very well well rounded too. Their yeah. defense, I thought it was gonna be a bit shaky. Yeah, only like uh, McAvoy. Jared starting. I was like, yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, still exactly. In the I didn't even know he was still in the league. Watch your so, first round pick still playing uh, in Boston. Exactly. So that was surprising. So I'm I'm happy for Boston. Like I wouldn't mind if. Boston, they can go far. Like they have a really good team for sure. They do. They definitely. Uh, they definitely do. I do think though, Tampa will probably come out uh, the East favorites. Uh, I mean, Tampa just looks too good in my opinion right now. Uh, I mean, I, 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 before the podcast, before we started podcast, I've been uh, very uh, public about how I feel about the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning after they choked against the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah. that one season. The following season, the season they won the Stanley Cup, I said no chance the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna run into a team that's definitely grittier and bigger than them, and that's just gonna mm-hmm. be it because that's what Columbus did to them that one series. But no, yeah. Tampa Bay won the cup, and then this season, Kucherov, people thought he was gonna be rusty going into the playoffs. Oh, he was actually not. leading <laughs> the playoffs in points. Exactly. So I mean, I I knew that. That's why I took him. That's why I took Tampa to come out of the East because I believed in Kucherov coming back. Uh, because I think it was fixed. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the Montreal-Toronto series. Let's not spend too time. I don't want to spend yeah. any more time. Yeah, we've been talk talking about, about this series Listen, a lot. Yeah. Montreal loses this series. It's 3-1 right now, Toronto. I mean, I, I, I talked about the key factors, the X factors. Shea Weber, 
nothing special. He hasn't looked yeah. anything special. Hasn't really looked himself. Carey Price does look very healthy and does mm-hmm. look like playoff Price, and that's something I thought would happen. But just he's the only guy that pulls up in the series. Exactly. You know, when you have no goal support, you lose. And even without Tavares, Toronto still with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. And the penalties, Eric. Okay, let's talk. Oh, yeah. Quickly, yeah. quickly, quickly. Yeah. I've watched every game. Yeah. And uh, l- listen, I hate saying that there's a Montreal bias with the refs and the NHL. And, oh, they want Toronto to go forward and all that. But, like, come on. Some of these. these yeah. Penalties. What was if that? If you're I a Habs fan Toronto. watching this and, you, yeah. and you've watched the games, you, you can agree with me that some of these calls against Montreal have been yeah. super weak. So I bad. mean, it's. It, it's you know what? Austin Matthews, yeah, Austin Matthews is, cold, yeah. is a bitch. Okay, he, he's been no, no but see, I love Austin. He's a great, he's a generational player, but he has been a bitch in this playoff series. I mean, has he has been? I mean, in front of the net when there's a stoppage of play, right? And yeah, there's a scrum going on, yeah. and he join, he join, he deliberately joins the scrum, like yeah. face washing and stuff like that. And then when he gets thrown to the ground or something, he looks at the ref, he starts smiling. Uh, what's going on? I didn't do anything. That should be a penalty. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then, oh yeah, hands up, right? Austin Matthews was thrown to the ground by Weber, whatever, two minute minor. I mean, the penalties have been in favor for Toronto this series. Yeah. Uh, even after Toronto got three over the net calls in game one, Toronto, um, of course, still getting in the way uh, in the penalties. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think it's been weak. I've watched a lot of these American oh, yeah, series, yeah. Eric, and a lot of the stuff the refs don't call, but Montreal, Toronto, it's like they're calling everything, every little thing, every little face mm-hmm, wash, mm-hmm. scrum, cross check. It's like, it's the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you got to let some of these stuff go. The intensity moves up. Exactly. But of course, I believe that the NHL wants the Maple Leafs to be Canada's yeah. team uh, coming out of the North. Like, I really did. Did you see that, that bench rob penalty today? Yep. I don't know if you remember on yeah, Matthews. Yeah. It was like, yeah. The cross, like cross check in front. They come in and find it. They come in. Austin Matthews is standing in front of the net, screening Price, and 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 Ben Sherratt is trying to move it, cross check it, and then they call a a fucking cross check. cross check check on Ben Sherratt. It was nothing, and you know whatever. That's the tail of the tape. So, but you know what's pretty surprising? Like Nylander is pulling up in the playoffs. Nylander is playing. I will make. And who else is pulling up? Alex Galchenyuk. Yo, (laughs) yo, I feel that. I took my head back. Uh, you know, like, I don't want to hear. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, fair. Screw. I don't even want to mention that. Um, <laughs> switch my earbuds. Lee, Alex Gatchenko couldn't do anything wanna, for Montreal. I don't want yeah. to talk about it. Anyway, let's move on to the NBA playoffs here. Uh, the NBA playoffs, Eric, as we did with the NHL playoffs, freshly just start. It's been a few yeah. days here. Um, let's start quickly as we're already running through time here. We just talked a lot about the NHL playoffs. Let's quickly talk about the NBA yeah. playoffs. Uh, let's go through the series. Uh, you're the big NBA guy yeah. more than me, so you know these series. Let's talk about LA and the Suns. The Suns won exactly. game one. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed like the Suns were in control that game. With Chris Paul, Chris Paul had a little injury, but Devin Booker, one of the mm-hmm. superstars, one of the youth superstars of the league, really pulled yeah. up uh, th- uh, that game. And Eric, the Suns won game one. Well, what, do, what are we thinking? What's the thought process? I'll be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if Suns did win the series. Okay. But... If I had to put money on it, like if I was like, if you're like choose one team, I'm going Lakers. Like, I'm never down on LeBron. Like no. LeBron, like I'm, I don't, I don't like betting like against LeBron. It's very scary every time. LeBron, like he just finds a way. Even though I know they won game even one, he's a flopper. Even though yeah, he I know, violated but, the health protocol. I know, but he's know. gonna, yeah, that was ridiculous. He didn't even get fined anything. That was uh, nothing. But we don't, we don't really have time for that today. Well, it's because you don't suspend the superstars, you know. Like exactly. it's Christophs like, went to a, a yeah. club, got fifty. I mean, it's LeBron. You're not gonna, you're never exactly. gonna suspend LeBron. But I, I just don't know if Suns have enough playoff. Exp- like they, DeAndre Aiden, first time in the playoffs, dominated. Uh, so did Devin Booker, and then Chris Paul. Like he played well, but like he got uh, kind of injured for a bit. So, mm-hmm. and it was a young. Like I was kind of surprised. I thought yeah. Chris Paul's down. It's over. Yeah. Like, but no. But to be honest. It's a tie. I think you know Lakers are winning 35-34 right now in the, the game two. Game two. I think I think Lakers are going to win this. Um, I mean, LeBron, games. You think? I think you it's going to go plays? games. It's going to go seven. Oh, okay. But seven games, I'm gonna be scared because like Chris Paul, very clutch player. So yeah, I'm I, I'm I really don't know. Is it, I'm very confused on this series. Um, yeah, for sure. I watched game one. DeAndre Ayton pretty much shut down Anthony Davis. He, oh, yeah, he, he yeah. was his yeah. literal father oh, yeah. in Yo, game one. Uh, Anthony Davis had no answer for DeAndre exactly. Ayton, and he popped off. So hopefully it's something he could figure out because, yeah. Eric, 
if Anthony, Deva- uh, Anthony Davis doesn't figure this out and he keeps getting shut down by oh, yeah. it, which I yeah. clearly don't think will happen. Yeah, exactly, I think Anthony yeah. Davis will figure out. Yeah. But um, definitely some positive signs for the Suns when mm-hmm. it comes to that matchup because oh, I don't think sure. LeBron can win this by, uh, you know, as great LeBron is and what he did with the Cleveland teams and, you know, he, he brought mm-hmm. these shitty teams to the, the, the yeah, finals exactly. and stuff like that. I don't know if LeBron can beat this this team if Anthony Davis doesn't pull up. Exactly, exactly. But that, that's the thing. Like, it's because LeBron's older now, and th- this is a very good. This is a Suns yeah. team that can realistically like this is their second in the league right now. Like, and, yeah. They could leave like Suns could look and make the finals. I don't think they will, but like this is a team that like this is one of the best teams in the, in the league. So, um, I. I'll say Lakers. I think they're going. They're going to win in seven. I do think Lakers are going to win this series too? Yeah. I'm not going to bet against LeBron in eight. But don't be surprised if Suns wins. I'll be on. Don't do not. I would. I would still be shocked if the Suns somehow oh, yeah. win. I, I, I would honestly out. be shocked. I, I would because be to, the fact that LeBron and AD would get bounced in round one that would shock yeah, me. Yeah. But um, let's move to the other LA series, Eric. Mm-hmm. LA Clippers. Kawhi and mm-hmm. Paul George lose game one to the Dallas Mavericks to uh, Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. Eric, uh, they absolutely popped off uh, that game. Yep. What, what do you got for who? Who has the, uh, the 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 momentum going into game two? Who do you think is winning the series? Yeah. What do you yeah. Got? Well, well, this is kind of tough right now because the game's going on right now, yep. and the Mavs are winning thirty-one twenty-three. Oh wow! And this might kind of persuade my decision, but I—I'll be honest. Um, Let's look, Clipper, remember the folks here. This was the same series last year, same exact exactly. series. Exactly. Clippers yeah. one in six. Yeah. And uh, now they're going to do a repeat this year. If you remember, Luca had that crazy game yep. one or two. Yeah. But I, I honestly think I'll be honest. I want Dallas to win because we'll, we'll be because fi- uh, we're uh, Utah. If we make it out of the out of the first, we're going to be facing Dallas Mavericks in the second, right? So this is what I want. And I honestly do think Dallas is going to win. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. I just lied to myself. I think Clippers are going to win, but I really want Dallas to win. And I would not be surprised if Dallas did win. Like, yeah. that, and they look great. Luka looks great. Porzingis don't forget, Kawhi's uh, a free agent after this season. He only signed yeah. a two-year deal. Yeah, he, he, He's done with his team. I, like, I don't think he's resigned. If they get booted in the first round, Kawhi is gone. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, just, I, really, I honestly think Luka, like, He's a very clutch player. Uh, don't forget, last season he didn't he didn't have Kristaps. This year he does. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen with that like violation, but still, he has Kristaps. The team's really good. That was a pretty good team. They they look like they they have something on. They know something on the Clippers. They know how to play them. So. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas did win. Yeah, as we know, when Kawhi first came to the Clippers, he was kind of skeptical, uh, saying to uh, Steve Ballmer that your team's not good enough. Uh, blah blah blah. So they went to acquire Paul George, and then yep. finally Kawhi decided to join them. But yeah, you're absolutely right that if the Clippers get bounced and he's a free agent, Kawhi could potentially be looking elsewhere uh, to win yeah. another championship. As this team kind of hasn't figured out uh, their, you know, their they haven't figured it out in the playoffs. I mean, exactly, they, they, sure. they got upset by the Denver Nuggets last year, mm-hmm. and uh, that was kind of an embarrassment by said by a lot of people. Oh, for sure. This year, they could potentially be bounced by the Dallas Mavericks, which would be a huge blow. But let's, um, let's be honest, the it's, it's the Clippers' agency. curse. Clippers, yep. in, I don't know, I forgot how long, I think it's 50 years of uh, uh, NBA. They've never made it out of the second round. Yep. They've never made it to the conference. How crazy is that? Like, how does a team never make it out? Of, like, they've choked two, three, one leads in, in the second round, too. Like, come on. Like, there's just something going on. And you have Paul George on your team, Kawhi Leonard, like, Especially this is two, like let's this is two different Clippers team, right? Yeah, the Clippers team with Blake Griffin, uh, CP3, yeah, and DeAndre Jordan, uh, and DeAndre yeah. Jordan, and now you have a team of Kawhi and Paul George is still kind of haven't figured it out. So yeah, maybe it's a Clippers curse. But let's move on quickly. Mm-hmm. Boston and Brooklyn. I mean, there's nothing to talk it, about. There is Brooklyn is winning this series. Brooklyn. We can move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, there's no chance the Boston Celtics are beating this team. Let's move on to the next one. This one's actually pretty interesting. Atlanta, New York, Eric. Yeah. Atlanta, they they win game one in the garden. Trey exactly. Young getting that villain. Uh, oh, yeah, for role. sure. But uh, he loves that, yeah. He loves that. Uh, people apparently are chanting F you to him and yep. stuff like that yep. after he hit the game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. Eric, I, I I love New York playoffs because, or especially mm-hmm. the Knicks. I I was really, oh, yeah, rooting, for sure. I was rooting for them and yeah. in game one because of the garden atmosphere. There's yeah, so many for sure. 
But Eric, Atlanta leads one nothing. They steal a game in the Garden. They still have one more game there. Uh, where do you think? Uh, do you th- are you confident with the Knicks, or are, okay. you, are you leaning Atlanta's way? That, that's the thing. I was very surprised of Atlanta's defense. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to come in here. Trey Young's a terrible defender. I was like, okay, uh, they, New York can do something here. I I think I still have like I'll be honest. I have New York winning this in seven, something like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta. If Atlanta wins, I know I, I keep saying that, but because you never know, it's just a prediction. So I think Atlanta, um, Trey Young, he, bro, Trey Young is ice cold, man. I'm yeah. telling you, this guy knows. Like he, I've been following him since high school. I know it's hard to believe, but I've been following him since he was like probably 16. Back then, people were booing him all the time. Like people, he was already the villain in high school, and he's done yeah. that. And then he was doubted his whole life. I even doubted him in Oklahoma. He dropped so many like. He averaged like 27 and 10, and people still doubted him. And then he comes here in the NBA, had like a 30-point season basically last year, having a great season. People said he couldn't make the playoffs. He made the playoffs this year. So I don't I, I don't like down in Trae Young, but I still have the Knicks. I think the Knicks, Tom Thibodeau, very good player. I love Julius Randle. I love yeah. RJ Barrett. I just think – and they have Derrick Rose too. Don't forget, Derrick Rose is a and, very clutch player. Noel too played a really good oh, game no, one too. Very good defensive player for sure. Played a really good game one. Mm-hmm. For sure, and, and um, I think uh, yeah. their addition of Derrick Rose is big because Derrick yep. Rose is a very clutch player. He pulled up in the clutch for them, but Trey Young, he has that Trae floater. Young. Like he's good. He's a good player. Guy has ice in his veins currently. Oh, for but, sure. Um, I love seeing what's his face. Uh, oh my god! Can you help me here? The the diehard fan of the Knicks, the, uh, the director. Oh, Spike, Spike Lee. Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. Spike Lee. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I forgot that name. Yeah. Spike Lee. Love seeing Spike Lee in his New oh, York yeah. in his New York merch. Oh, yeah. At the game, front row. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's been a diehard fan for years, oh, yeah, even though the Knicks have been shit. Him and Stephen A. Smith. Oh yeah, um, it's it's amazing to see the Knicks in the playoffs. Oh, it's great for uh, basketball. It's great so for basketball. good it's for great basketball. Great for SMG, especially the tickets. Oh <laughs> the, yeah, the oh, cheapest tickets, probably a few hundred dollars there. Yeah, but and that was a big win by Atlanta in uh, MSG because oh, Eric, I big. do not think the Knicks are going to be. Are gonna play like that, like they did in. They played a really good game in yeah, uh, did, MSG. I don't think they can do that in Atlanta. Okay, that's I think fair. I, I think it's a it's a whole playoff atmosphere. The fans in M- MSG. I really mm-hmm. think it, it has a lot to do with oh, yeah. uh, the momentum and how they play. Okay, I don't fair. think they they play like that in Atlanta. I really think even if Atlanta or New York wins the next game in MSG, mm-hmm. I think Atlanta wins the next two games. Okay, in Atlanta. That's okay. my opinion. No, but no, but that is that is fair to say. Like, it, like it, it's very close. But I just love how every, every time the Knicks are in the Knicks are in the playoffs. Don't forget, this is the most valuable franchise, yeah. like one of the most valuable franchises of like ever. Like, just not not ever, but like yeah, basically ever and yeah. in the whole Sports, entire yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. it's literally one of the most valuable franchises. And even though they've sucked last like ten years, and they're still one of the most. And now that they're in the playoffs, they have a good team. Their fans are back. Like it's always good for basketball. I I'm an NBA fan, so I want to see New York win. So maybe I'm a bit biased here, but um, I do believe New York can pull this off, and I want to see them make the second round for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still think it's a playoff or uh, uh just the moment or the yeah. playoff atmosphere yeah, at MSG that, that mm-hmm. really gets them going. I don't think they could do the Atlanta, but let's move on, Eric. <laughs> So the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Utah oh, Jazz. Yeah. Eric, your Utah Jazz, the first seed drop game one to the Memphis Grizz, uh, Grizzlies. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell still out. Yeah, uh, he wasn't able to play. He was pretty absolutely. He was pretty pissed off actually that oh, he yeah, wasn't he able was to play game pissed, one because yeah. uh, he definitely could have won it for them. Yeah. Uh, but Memphis steals game one. Eric, can Memphis beat? Like I don't know. Do you know? Do you know when Donovan Mitchell is supposed to come back? No, oh, he's coming back next game. He, okay, he could. Yeah, he's coming back next game. He should have played game one. I don't know what the fuck happened there. I'm I was so pissed when I heard he couldn't play because this guy had been resting just for the playoffs and then he doesn't show up and now 24 yeah. hours later he can play. Like what what's happening there? Like, Donovan Mitchell said he could play. They didn't let him play because like the staff said he couldn't play. Bro, come on, just let Donovan Mitchell play. If we had Donovan Mitchell, we would have won this yeah, game by I still think Easy. with Donovan Mitchell back, the Utah, I think they could beat them and I I think they can win the next four games. No, I, yeah, I think it's not even close. Um, I think Utah. I mean, got there's this. no, there's no chance Utah loses to Memphis, right? No, no, no. I trust. mean, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I would, I would make sure you remember that. No, no, well. there's no way. Come on, come on. Utah, <laughs> you, we're the number one team in the league. We're not losing to Memphis. I might have jinxed myself, but I hope not. I'm telling you, I'm so confident. Ah, I love this Utah team. I love how built we're. 
how, how well built we are. And the thing is, our our offense does kind of run through Donovan. I was watching the game, and it was, it was pretty sad. We, we came back, Bojan Bogdanovic. Well, realistically, this isn't hockey, right? This is NBA. Of course, when yeah. you lose a star player, exactly. it's, it's going to be tough exactly. to uh, get the offense going. But so. it was tough because it was at home, right? You don't, you never yeah, want to no, lose at home. And why is Donovan Mitchell not playing at home? Like, the fans want to see Donovan Mitchell, but, but uh, it doesn't matter. That's in the past. We got to look forward. We're going to win our games. Don't worry about that. I'm so confident that we're going to win. I just made this up. Oh, literally, like, if we lose, like, I'm never talking about, like, I'm quitting the podcast. Like, I'm never, I'm never talking about, sport. I'm, ne- I'm quitting the podcast. I don't even care. Memphis upsets Utah. You are no, done with the I'm podcast. Never, I'm never talking about sports. Like, I'm done with the podcast. I'm done with sports. I'm, done with podcasts. Nothing. Go, nothing. go become a Amish living. Exactly. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Off the radar, never show your face trust, again. We, we are winning this. Let's um this. let's move on to the Washington series versus the Philadelphia 76ers, Eric. 76ers yeah. uh, win game one. Still a pretty good game one, though, by Washington. I was actually surprised. Um, but, Eric, what's his face popped off for the 76ers? Shooter, shooting guard, shooting guard. For the 76ers. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Absolutely. So that's small off. four. Small four, by the way. Okay, yeah. small four. But he shoots like he's a shooting guard. Yeah, but he absolutely stole the game for the 76ers. Yeah, for he sure. popped off. Philadelphia wins game one. Eric, is there any chance Washington uh, can try and win this series or yeah, I'll make be it honest, close? I, I'd say like it's 80-20. Like I still give uh, Washington like a 20% chance of winning this just on the fact that they have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. They pro- arguably have the, I'd say the second and third best players in the series. Um, And I just, but Tobias Harris, I'm telling you, Tobias Harris is very good in the ball. There's just He's more depth. Good. There's more depth on the side. There, there is more depth. But obviously, look, if you look at Washington, they only have two yeah. superstars. They have nothing else. But I honestly think it's going to be a – it's not going to be an easy, like, sweep. I don't think oh. it's going to be – I think it's honestly going to be, like, a six. I'll give them six This games. might be the Edmonton-Winnipeg series of basketball. Fair. Yeah, I, I can see where you're going with it. But I think – Except roles reversed. Yeah. <laughs> the but, actual first seed wins. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say Philly – would win in six. I yeah. get Philly in six. Okay, six. I'd say I get Philly five. Philly in five. Yeah, fair. Um, I, but we gotta we gotta fly through uh, this. Obviously, um, let's move to the Miami Milwaukee series. Oh, that's a good series. This is the same series from last year where Miami absolutely upset the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. Uh, they won that series, but now it seems like Milwaukee doesn't want to repeat that, Eric, as they oh, lead two yeah. zero in the mm-hmm. series. I mean, is there any chance Miami would – I mean, Jimmy Butler, Victor – Yeah, would, um, oh. I, I love Miami's team. They lost Victor Oladipo, which is – I mean, we uh, talked about – we, we said Miami was a dark horse in the playoffs, Yeah, remember? exactly. But uh, it seems like – We didn't know they were going to face Milwaukee, obviously. Yeah. But Milwaukee – I this team could lay upset the Nets. Like, this team is so well built. Yeah. The addition of Drew Holiday is so underrated. This guy is one of the best combo guards in the league. So good defensively. He can score. He's so good for this team. Chris Middleton been so good, so clutch for this team. And obviously Giannis is doing anything. And the thing with Giannis is he, he's the type of player, kind of like uh, um, Connor McDavid, where he's going to score a bunch of goals, right? He'll, 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 he'll get a bunch of points. But once it gets to overtime, like in the clutch plays, it's tough – if you focus on your, all your defense on Connor McDavid, all your defense on Giannis, like you can stop him, right? Like you, that's why you need more players around him to like support. You need to have a good supporting cast around Giannis, and that's the thing. So that's why they have Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday that can actually finish and win games for them, which is very big. For that's them. The, that's the thing. Milwaukee in OT, as we saw in the Raptors series, when the Raptors when they they didn't really show exactly. up. Giannis didn't exactly. really show up. He yeah. got fouled out, I remember, yeah, in that game yeah. against Toronto. Game three, um, yeah. So that's definitely a thing to look forward to uh, mm-hmm. if this game uh, or if any game pushes OT. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Milwaukee, they have a commanding 2-0 lead. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to win this series, I'd say. What What would you say? I'd say five I'd game, say maybe. It, well, if, yeah, if, uh, just because on the fact they have Jimmy Butler, I'd give him a couple games to Jimmy Butler just because Jimmy Butler, this guy doesn't like losing. So just – That's why, but yeah. It, so I'd say five, six game. For I do want to see how Miami does in Miami. I want to see how they play uh, yeah, in their yeah. home barn uh, because as they're like, going to have a lot of fans there in too. the NBA. Yeah. Especially in the NBA playoffs, not like the NHL, you have fans in the stands. Uh, it could be a huge uh, momentum swing for that team. So let's see how they play Miami. Yeah. I don't think they win this series just because they dropped the two games, but maybe they could take one. Uh, but hell, even if they win two in Miami, I still think Milwaukee is the better team this series. 
like you said, Drew Holiday, underrated. Uh, Chris Middleton looks amazing. And, of course, Giannis. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the Portland-Denver series. Eric, this is a series I think that can go seven games. Yeah. Uh, Portland-Denver tied 1-1. Of course, Denver out with their uh, star point guard, Jamal Murray. And Portland, as we know, Dame time, he is literally popping yeah. off oh, yeah. in the playoffs always, right always, now. He, he had like 32 does, points in the first half, I yeah. think, in game yeah. uh, two. So, Eric, I do believe this could go seven. Oh, Maybe, uh, uh, I think, could, yeah. uh, who do you have in this series? I'll be honest, this is my favorite series out of the whole playoffs. Yeah, I love these two teams. I love the matchup too. And I would have loved to see uh, Nuggets with Jamal Murray too. It would have been better. I think it would have been. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think Denver would win this series. Yeah, if they had Jamal, with Jamal Murray. Sure. But, but the fact that they don't have loss. Jamal Murray yeah. makes it even more interesting. And don't yeah. forget, um, Portland did steal a game at home. Yep. Because don't forget, last year we didn't have home court advantage. This year we do. So it, yep. it makes the playoffs so much more interesting, right? Um, so they stole a game at home. You know, like Dame is always going to show up in the playoffs. This guy never disappoints. CJ McCollum is a great uh, a, a second option. Yeah, secondary have, option, yeah. Exactly. They have Yusuf Nurkic. Like, I love this team. Even Norman Powell, he's a great player. Uh, he's pretty good in the playoffs too. But um, the fact that Jokic is a very underrated player. People are like, oh, his defense. Like, he, he doesn't look like a good basketball player, but he's very good. Like, he's, car- like, he's carried this team, man. Like, oh, yeah. People give – so much credit to, to Curry for carrying the, the team. Bro, he carried this team to the third seed without Jamal Murray. Like, mm-hmm. he really did this himself. Like, I honestly think this is why I think uh, Jokic would be MVP. That's another discussion. Yeah, yeah. But I honestly think this is going seven games. Me I too. think Portland's going to win seven just on the fact they don't have Jamal Murray. Um, I just don't see how Jokic could in the cl- – like. I don't think he would do ago. it himself, though. Exactly. I mean, they Portland got Aaron two Gordon. Years they got uh, Michael Porter Jr. I mean, that's pretty much their 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 top options exactly. uh, right now. So, yeah. But don't forget, th- these are teams that face each other pretty often. Yep. Two years ago, they, they went seven games, too. It was a great series. So, this is why I think this season, this year is going to be a great series as well, um, which is crazy. So, because Portland won game one and then Nuggets won game, uh, game two. And the difference between the scores were the same. Like, it's such an even series. Yeah. So, I'm very interested to see what, who's going to uh, take the dub. And it's, it's big. Like, like, it could be – like, I don't even know. Like, it's, I'm, it's very conflicting for sure. Just drop my paper. Hold on. Drop my paper. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. You good? Yeah, for sure. The NBA playoffs, um, always interesting. I uh, will definitely have to look into that. Portland, Denver, we both think is going to go seven. I really do believe that just because Jamal Murray uh, Murray is out. And uh, Portland definitely has a really good chance at winning this series and stealing it from the Denver Nuggets as the lower seed. But let's move to the NFL, Eric, where we had breaking news, where Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones was called by Shannon Sharp on Undisputed with Skip, Skip Bayless. The show, it was live. The show was on. And he called Julio Jones and he said, listen, are you staying in Atlanta? Are you going somewhere to win? Maybe the Dallas Cowboys. And he said, listen, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So Julio Jones has pretty much said he's done with the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Even after taking Pitts, Cal Pitts, yeah. Cal Pitts uh, as a tight end. That was looking – remember we on the on the show, we were saying that that's looking like a really dangerous um, yeah, for sure. you know, Offense, o- offensive yeah. group. But looks like Julio Jones will not be an Atlanta Falcon come next season. Uh, oh. Eric, he wants to win. So – Let's take a look. I have some teams there. Let's take a look at some of the teams I believe that Julio Jones could find himself with. And on first on the list, of course, I have the New England uh, New England Patriots, Eric. As we yeah. know, Bill Belichick, I mean, this guy was spending money like, like an Amazon, like he was on an Amazon <laughs> yeah, shopping really. spree. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was just throwing money out, trying to make his team better. And we've seen it before with Antonio Brown. He's not afraid of getting disgruntled stars on his team. Oh, exactly. And so it could, you know, I don't think Julio Jones is worth a first round pick, especially with his age right now. No. Um, so it's definitely a move that I could Maybe. that Bill Belichick could definitely do. It's very possible. Definitely possible yeah. with um, Mac Jones probably – I believe is going to be their starting quarterback throughout the season. I don't think Cam. I don't think Cam Newton's going to be able to uh, handle the the lower unless he figures out how to throw the ball again. Because last wait, wait, year wait, just to be clear, season. wait, is who who's doing the free agent or is he? No, he wants out. Traded. Like he's getting traded. Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's why I just had to make sure. Okay, I yeah, think so. On, uh, 
I mean, I, yeah. I, I I could check, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. Julio Jones' uh, contract. Okay, so he's anyway. look, okay, he's looking for a trade. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Pats, Bill Belichick, as we know, he he's been a an aggressive. Uh, you know, he's the general manager too, and the coach, and so that's probably something that we could see. Julio Jones is on contract for this season, 2021 and 2022. Okay, but and potential. That's a th- yeah, maybe, no, in 2023 too. So yeah, he still has years left on his contract. Okay. But, which is very interesting with this is because if you look at the Patriots matchup, like how, how well would they would uh, Julio fit on this team? I think really like, well. Really well because if you look at the contracts that Pat signed, most of those players are like three, four-year contracts. Like yep. They're pretty old vets, and you could tell Bill Belichick wants to go for the chip, right? Because yep. you just saw Tom Brady win when he's like, okay. And he made a lot of Tom. questionable signings too. A lot of people didn't like exactly. some Exactly, but you get Julio Jones – yeah, you get Julio Jones on this team, and you have Cam Newton, right? Like this is a Super Bowl. I like you say sure. Cam Newton, you say Cam Newton, I say Mac Jones. Oh, you say Mac Jones? I think okay, Mac, if if they get Julio, I think they're gonna want Mac Jones because yeah, you don't want to Cam throw, Newton. Yeah, exactly. Why would you I know want Cam mean. Newton? This guy, I know, throws, I know this guy what runs. Mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but I think Mac Jones for sure would be their starting quarterback if they get Julio Jones somehow. And people, you can't forget like Julio Jones. This guy's like what top five best wide receiver of all time. Right now, he's consistently a top three in wide receiver in sure, the league. Yeah. Every season, like for a, a couple, uh, almost a decade now, like this guy is good. Like who you're just, like, oh, yeah. if you want, like, like a good wide receiver, like complete wide receiver, DK Metcalf, like one point, like the original DK Metcalf, is Julio Jones, man. Like mm. this guy is like he's a beast. Like you, he, he doesn't have any weaknesses. Yep, no, for sure. I think with all the signs Bill Belichick made and the players that are coming back, because remember. There were a lot of players that backed out of uh, this season because of COVID. A lot of good players, like uh, 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 was it High? Um, I'm forgetting the name. Is it defensive Heisen? Uh, High Tower or something like that? I, I, I forget his name. Uh, For which team? Man, the Pats. Uh, he, he backed Stephon out. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, no, no, uh, not Gilmore. No, uh, another one. But he a really good defensive player. He backed out of the season. Yeah, He's coming yeah. back. I forget his name. It's boggling my mind. But we don't have time to look yeah. it up. But anyway, yeah. they know who I'm talking about. But a lot of players are returning that were there two years ago when the Pats okay. were competitive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, they don't have Tom Brady, but, you know, hopefully Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, I really yeah, do yeah. think this guy should be the starting quarterback if they Fair. do uh, trade for Julio Jones because, uh, I mean, that team could be a playoff-bound team if they get Julio Fair. Jones. I think so. But other options there. There's still other options uh, yeah, exactly. available. Another one I thought about, the Cleveland Browns. Eric, the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, they got Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, uh, Jarvis Landry and add Julio Jones to that wide receiving group. I mean, the Browns look yeah. even dangerous or even more dangerous than they did last I, year. I don't so. think he's going to the Browns just because of the Browns. Like, like, I just don't like the Browns. Like, the Browns like, I'm obviously, I'm a Steelers fan, so I don't like the Browns to start with. And I just don't think Browns are the organization you want to go if you want to win a chip. I'm not going to the Browns if I want a chip. Like, why would I go to the Browns? It's the Browns. And they already have a bunch of wide receivers and Baker Mayfield. Look at all these wide receivers he has, and he's and the and the running is their, is their their main strong point on the team. Like, look at all these wide receivers he has, and and Kareem Hunt and Nick Schubert are carrying this team. Like, uh, hopefully, you know, as we know, Baker Mayfield has been inconsistent early on in his career. He had a great season last year, but hopefully, he can keep that up because if he goes back to his normal ways two years ago there's going to be yeah. some problems in cleveland for sure yeah. with his interceptions and all that but another team eric the 49ers of course i mean everyone has this team shanahan he's the falcons offensive coordinator uh, exactly. between 2015 2017 that's another guy who can come in for trey lance jr uh, uh, who i think is the starting quarterback mm, uh, coming up sure. um so yeah just obviously the connection that's probably ideal um for julio jones i think he'd want to uh maybe reunite with his with his offensive corner that yeah. he knows but uh still other teams but yeah that would be a really good matchup if he goes uh to the 49ers for sure but yeah the only thing with with these it's kind of giving me like deandre hopkins vibes right like yeah uh, a very good wide receiver one of the elite wide receivers in the league going to a team with like a either a sophomore or like a very young yeah, yeah. uh quarterback uh, quarterback right and that's the thing you know like if I was a, if I was a wide receiver linker chip, like I don't know if I'd go if I'd want to go to like for like I'd want to go to a pretty proven quarterback. I wouldn't want to go to like a but it, sure. it, it did work out with Arizona for sure. Like DeAndre Hopkins has been playing great for them. So 
uh, is very interested. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. But for is sure. there any more teams you got on the list? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I got two more. Um, the Colts, Eric, as we know, Carson okay. Wentz was traded oh. to the Colts as the quarterbacks. As we know, though, the Colts, yeah. not really much threat when it comes to the wide receiver group, yeah, as exactly. we know. And this was a team that was fighting for the playoffs. They had a positive record. They just missed out, though. And so someone like Julio Jones could definitely help them oh, out, yeah, especially sure. with their young uh, running back core, which yeah. seems to shape, uh, be shaping yeah. out really nice for them. Yeah. To add Julio Jones to make that wide receiver group even more yeah. dangerous uh, because it was kind of mediocre last yeah. season. I mean, then, and Carson Wentz. Hopefully, I think Carson Wentz playing in Indiana, uh, Indianapolis, the pressure's off. Uh, instead of where he was in Philadelphia, uh, definitely a big market team over exactly, there in Philadelphia. Yeah. A lot of pressure didn't work out here in the Colts. I think the pressure's off his shoulders. You know, the monkey's yeah. off the back. He's exactly. just going to go there. He's going to play football. He's going to do his thing. I think he's going to have a bounce back season, Carson Wentz. But don't forget, Colts defense always been one of the best yep. in the league. Like, even last year, they had a very good defense. So, literally, all they've been missing, they they have My- Michael Pittman Jr. Who's, he's, he's not like, he's okay, right? I, I like Michael Pittman Jr., but. They have Carson Wentz. They have who's like he was proven and then got unproven, right? Yeah. He was very People like are comparing him to Tom Brady that exactly. Season. But then after like he started like yeah. I don't even know what happened last year. That, that was, I, I don't know what no happened. Clue, but... I don't know. But the running backs are really good. Which is uh, the Taylor, huh? Oh uh, yeah, Taylor, 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 Taylor. Yeah, yeah, Taylor. They have um, who's their their star running back. But if they get a Julio Jones, like. That'd be that'd be. I mean, really that'd be a great. I, I don't oh, think yeah, the Colts sure. would be uh, uh, like. I don't know if Julio would want to go there because I don't know exactly, if the Colts would be exactly, a, an exact winning team. But the Colts would definitely be more competitive than they were last. But don't year, forget, for sure. you're saying about a trade here, so Julio doesn't exactly get to decide where he goes, right? If it's I don't trade. know his con, I don't know uh, much about his contract. He has a no mm-hmm. movement or anything like that. Okay. But he definitely wants out, so I don't know if he gets to to waive or choose mm-hmm. or whatever like yeah, that. Exactly. But, um, We'll just have to see as my last team, the Oakland Raiders. Okay. Uh, Eric. John Gruden, as we know, just like Bill Belichick, he has no problem bringing on disgruntled okay. stars. He brought on Antonio Brown, just like Bill Belichick, yep. after the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't play a game for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. But um, John Gruden, this Oakland Raiders seems it's it's time to get competitive, right? Uh, yeah, you know, last to- year we saw a glimpse of it. Uh, they are mm-hmm. pretty competitive. You know, hopefully they figure out their quarterback situation because I don't think Derek Carr's the guy. For yeah, them. definitely not. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, maybe you know Aaron Rodgers comes in and oh, oh my God, we trade for Julio Jones <laughs> and oh my yeah. God, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones in Oakland. Yeah, that looks like a pretty good exactly, team, the yeah. Oakland Raiders with Josh Jacobs at running back. So, um, yeah, that's that was another team on my list that I could see potentially uh, Julio Jones going to for sure. Okay, fair uh, to make them competitive there. For sure, because the Raiders, like I said, we saw a glimpse of it last year, and hopefully yeah. this year they can get even more competitive. Hopefully they can get into the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, and uh, exactly. I would, I would love to, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers in Oakland. Would love that. Oh yeah. Okay, but even without, don't forget they still have Josh Jacobs. I'm not Oakland. I'm sorry, Derek. Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the Ra- Yeah, yeah. My bad. The Raiders. They have Josh Jacobs. Yeah. They have De- uh, Waller on the yeah. t- the tight end, yeah, great tight end. end. They even have Henry Ruggs, who yeah. he hasn't played that well, but still, like they lost Nelson Algalor to Pats. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, Julio Jones would fit really well on this team. If I'm being honest, and a team that I think you're you're missing out, or I don't know if you're missing out, but or maybe is because I heard right, it let today. Me know. Here we go. Um, Nick Dawson's talking about the the. Dallas Cowboys, but I don't Hold think they're good. Let's let's take a second here. Let's talk about the undisputed where Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones said, Listen, know, are you going, do you want to come out? Do you want are you leaving Atlanta or are you going to somewhere to win like Dallas or something like that? Julio Jones actually laughed at it. The idea of him. That's what, I, that, that's what I, I was trying to tell Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. They already have a bunch of wide receiver. Why would they There's want no Julio Jones? Julio Jones and, and even then, Dallas, Eric, I've said this for years. Dallas yeah. will never win a Super Bowl as long as Jerry Jones is their general manager. Really? They what? will never win. Well, they yeah, will never order, win yeah. okay. because you cannot have a super fan as your general manager. Eric. You can't. You got to have a guy. Hey, who, I hope Jerry Jones I'll, is a super fan. I mean, the, you know how we, you know how he, he, he started know, as yes, well. Yes, yes, you know how yes, he started yes. as well? Car no. dealerships, Eric. Car dealerships. This guy was a car dealership guy. Finally got the wealth, bought the Cowboys at a discount when they were worth nothing, and built the team to become a, uh, the most expensive oh, yeah. franchise in oh, the yeah. league. So he's a super fan. He has no track record of NFL experience or you know previous. He's a super fan in the general manager position. Yeah. They will never win. 
as long as he's general manager, you can't convince me otherwise. I, I hope this doesn't get clipped for you. Like, I, I, hope, this, I, hope, this, so. I hope this is posted on. I hope Terry clips this and I'm posting <laughs> it on the Instagram because <laughs> I want everyone to know how I feel about Jerry Jones. Damn. Okay. But uh, like we'll have to keep looking uh, into the Julio Jones sweepstakes as things will probably heat up come the NFL season, Eric. But as always, we have to thank the viewers and listeners for watching and listening to another you made it this episode. This far, too, yeah. Yeah. Another episode of the Stibbenzang Show, uh, episode 21. We'll be back for episode 22 uh, next week. Most likely uh, the following weeks, probably going to be talking about NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Again, you know, uh, that's what's going on in sports right now is the playoffs, right? Yeah. So we're most likely to be talking about the second And uh, by the way, Carolina won 3-2, just to throw that out of there. Yeah. So there you go. That's a big win by Carolina because yeah. if Nashville stole that game in Carolina, they were winning in Nashville. Yeah, exactly. This game, yeah. This, now, this series could potentially go seven games, Eric. Yeah. We'll have to see, obviously, sure. uh, in game six. But again, thanks Thank uh, you so for much. watching and listening uh, once again. We'll see you next week. Uh, thanks again. Peace. Peace.